break 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 You're listening to Breakthrough News, and this is The Punch-Out. We're following the news all day so you don't have to, giving you everything you need to know about what's in the headlines and what should be. And yes, we are back here on The Punch-Out, 25th of April, 2022. Very happy to be back with you here on the show. And as we start out the week, we want to spend our time today breaking down the results of a new analysis that show that corporate greed is the primary issue driving inflation in the economy. Inflation is a major issue facing all of us in the United States as rising costs take a serious bite out of our monthly income. For instance, between March 2021 and March 2022, average wages increased 5.6%. However, in that same period, inflation increased 8.5%. Another way to put it is that the average wage decreased over the past year by about 3% in terms of what it can actually buy. A new study from the Economic Policy Institute has taken a look at the causes of this inflation and noted that right at the center is a massive increase in corporate profits. In other words, the desire to keep profits high is what is driving companies to raise prices. And very importantly, this fact undermines many statements being made by corporate America's lobbyists, various politicians, and the Federal Reserve about what should be done to combat inflation. At the end of the day, the analysis reveals the basic truth that corporate profits are driving inflation and that corporations are abusing that fact to prevent new policies to help working class people, which might raise taxes on the rich and thus erode their newly price gouged profits as well. The analysis is a bit complicated, but it has a very simple bottom line. As the economy bounces back from the depths of the COVID-induced economic collapse, corporations are focused on restoring their profit margins by raising prices rather than by holding down wage growth. The Economic Policy Institute analysis, put together by the head of research over there, Josh Bevins, looked at price increases from the second quarter of 2020 until the end of the year in 2021. The analysis found that 53.9% of the price increase was due to fatter corporate profit margins, 38% to non-labor input cost. Think about that as supply chain issues, more or less, and only 8% to wages. So just to underscore what that means, out of every dollar prices go up, about 54 cents goes to pad corporations' profits, about 38 cents goes to deal with supply chain issues, and about 8 cents goes to wages and benefits, which are increasing. And it's at this point that corporate greed, the pandemic, and workers fighting for better treatment all come together. The pandemic created a unique sort of economic crisis. Normally, economic depressions see a collapse of economic activity due to internal, not external factors, so they are accompanied by widespread unemployment and reduced incomes, meaning that it's harder to raise prices because of people's economic situation, but it's also much easier to force workers to accept less, given that there is more competition for the limited number of jobs. The pandemic-induced economic crisis was something different. There was a major shift in consumption, but not a collapse, and unemployment was due to health restrictions, not people not being willing or able to work. This meant a few things. 
One, it meant that there was a big shift from services to goods in terms of consumption, as the EPI analysis put it. People quit their gyms and bought a Peloton. And you can, I'm sure, think of many similar examples. This meant that it was fairly easy to raise prices on a whole range of goods because the demand was rapidly increasing. It also meant that, as the health restrictions were lifted, there were fewer unemployed people out there, meaning less competition for jobs and more competition for businesses to hire workers, making it not only more difficult to suppress wages, but that, in fact, after nearly 40 years of total wage stagnation, employers have had to start to make marginal increases to people's wages and benefits. Now, this all brings us back around to our example where, out of every dollar of inflation, 54 cents is going to pad corporate profit margins. Corporations know one key fact, and that is, essentially, no one has any idea how much it actually costs to make anything. They also know, in the context of all the stories about supply chain issues and everything else, that most people would expect there would be some increase in prices. For instance, if you're buying a Peloton and you know a lot of other people are buying Pelotons, you wouldn't be that shocked to know the price is more than it was in, say, the same time 2019. What the EPI analysis shows is that corporations took advantage of those two facts and raised prices higher than the actual increase in cost in order to make sure their profits not only held steady in terms of pre-pandemic levels, but actually grew. Let's go back to the example of the dollar increase. If all corporations were doing is keeping up with supply chain issues and wage growth, they would really only need to add about 46 cents of that dollar to whatever the price was to break even to what they made on the same thing prior to those other costs increasing. So basically, they just added 53 cents more so that they could get even richer than they already were. And this is exactly why you see estimates that companies could spend as much as $1 trillion this year in share buybacks. Now, share buybacks are when corporations pay out huge sums to Wall Street investors to buy back their stock, which means the super-rich investors are selling for more than they bought, so making a lot of money, and those who keep holding the stock see their shares rise in value as the number of overall shares shrink. So again, making a lot more money. So in other words, rather than cut into profit margins to keep prices more manageable for you and I— Corporations are doing the opposite, making things less manageable for us price-wise in order to make sure they have $1 trillion extra to give back to the rich banks and investors who own them. And really, it's more than that since many large companies are also private. So bottom line here, major corporations are taking advantage of the pandemic to spike prices in order to do a trillion-dollar wealth transfer from you and I to the richest 1%. How can they do this so easily? Well, the main reason is monopoly. Capitalism trends towards monopoly. That means that there are fewer and fewer corporations dominating each sector of the economy as time goes on. In highly monopolized industries, all the companies use something called price leadership, where one firm sets the tone and then a handful of other firms then follow behind them. So the same goods basically cost about the same regardless of what company is making them. Now, while that means there are limits to how much market share each individual monopoly can gain by manipulating the prices, it also means that it limits competition between major firms, which makes it easier for them to keep out upstarts with new ideas or production methods and thus maintain their own market share and profits. And you can see this in your everyday life. It's why things do tend to more or less cost the same regardless of what major store you're shopping in and why the main way most of us receive significant discounts at these same places is to be part of some rewards program or to have the right credit card and so on and so forth. 
So even without directly colluding over prices, which is illegal, although it does happen, monopoly corporations can still signal to each other where they are going price-wise and thus can tacitly collaborate with one another to make sure the status quo stays basically the same in each industry. Without any real competition, the ability of these corporations to raise prices above any increase in cost is much easier because there are no players with any real market incentive to reveal the price gouging that's going on. Now, all of this also has a big impact on how this is affecting a broad range of policy, including how inflation is resolved. Here's one good example around this, and that's what happened last year with the Build Back Better bill proposed by the Biden administration. Now, the main argument being made against Build Back Better by the Business Roundtable, that's the largest trade association for big corporations, Fortune 500 companies, was that it would add so much money to the economy that was already close to quote-unquote overheating that it would make inflation massive and it would rise to dangerous levels that would destroy the economy. Now, that same thing about Build Back Better, you know, fixing the bridges, providing childcare to all people, help making community college free, all these very positive and good things— the idea that that would be a massive inflationary bomb was repeated not just by the lobbyists for the Fortune 500 companies, but relatedly by the entire Republican Party and by Democrats like Senator Joe Manchin. The EPI analysis, of course, cast serious doubt on those claims, noting that inflation was not being driven by quote-unquote economic overheating, but by corporate price gouging. And notably, when you paid close attention to the Build Back Better discussions in Congress, the reason the bill couldn't pass was it all came down to not having enough revenue, principally because conservative Democrats were refusing to back significant tax increases on wealthy people and corporations, as well as refusing to support action to lower the cost of prescription drugs to government programs like Medicare. So this swings us all the way back around. Big corporations are driving inflation to increase their profits and then using inflation as an excuse to avoid having to pay higher taxes that would also erode those nicely fattened profit margins as well. So in other words, the insatiable greed of capitalists to make more and more money, no matter what it does for the rest of us, is exactly what's causing spiking prices right now and more or less why we can't have nice things otherwise. This isn't all, though. Yes, it gets worse. The main way the Federal Reserve plans to address inflation is to increase interest rates. Now, this is a blunt instrument to deal with inflation because making the cost of borrowing higher essentially makes the cost of doing business higher, which ultimately means less business happens. And as business activity slows down, price growth does as corporations hold down prices to avoid losing market share. However, using this blunt instrument usually means a recession or worse. It's a way to more or less engineer an economic slowdown. And that, of course, has huge repercussions for working class people. Inflation might slow down, but unemployment goes up as bad businesses that were surviving on credit injections go bust. Plus, wage and benefit growth slows down as rising unemployment creates competition among workers for fewer jobs. And depending on how many crazy bad bets there are out there in various parts of the financial system, this economic slowdown could be fairly limited or could be quite severe as the domino effect of failing companies causes failing financial firms, which in turn can hurt even fairly solid companies as investment dries up. So if you're following along, you get what's happening here. Corporations are running up the score now, knowing that if the economy gets bad later this year and into next year, they can weather the storm while the rest of us get our homes destroyed. So again, let's just summarize. One more time. The pandemic-era inflationary spike was created by greedy corporations taking advantage of the situation to price gouge. Those same corporations used their political influence to make sure that same inflation prevented any major positive changes for the working class that might have created higher taxes for the rich. 
And now those same corporations and the wealthy investors who own and back them are ready to watch the rest of us take the bulk of the hit from a slowing economy later in the year from their new private jets, their massive mansions, their huge yachts, and of course, their spaceships. That's U.S. capitalism for you. Massive wealth for a few. Misery for the many. That's the punch out for today. We're with you Monday through Friday, 5 p.m. here in New York, East Coast Standard Time, 2 p.m. in Los Angeles, Pacific Standard Time, and 9 p.m. GMT. And of course, you can support everything we do here at Breakthrough News at patreon.com slash breakthrough news. It's your patronage that keeps all of our offerings here at Breakthrough News moving forward. And of course, you can check us out across all your social media platforms, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at BT Newsroom. Yeah, yeah.